I'm not afraid. You will be. Suck it up. Pull up your big boy panties now. Because you lost. is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey! Oh, Paulie's new opening sucks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> let's, go, let's go right to the point. If you haven't noticed in listening to the show that Paulie the Mole... Uh, we had some talks about the opening of the show and did we want to do something different? And I thought that the the Jonas Brothers segment, which was I was at the airport, you know, when those TMZ guys come running up to you and they want to talk to you about, you know, why your brother was arrested or why you were in jail or sure. whatever the hell, whatever the topical thing is that week. And they said to me something about the Jonas Brothers, and I said, you know, yeah, we should have like a steel cage match, me and mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers. I actually, I wouldn't need any help. I could beat the crap out of all, all of the Jonas right, Brothers by myself. Yep. That was the quote. So we put that in the show. I thought it was kind of sat there. It was a little lame. So we talked about tweaking the opening of the show. So Paulie comes up with this new rendition, and I know you're in the car and you're driving. Is he still driving from Virginia? Because he'll, milk- he'll walk in right during in the middle of the show. He likes to make grand answers. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. He'll milk this as long as he can, yeah, can yeah, he? Yeah, this yeah. this travel thing that he does. Yeah, they played Virginia probably, I think, like, what, six days ago at this point? <laughs> exactly. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he pulled his cell phone. There was snow on the ground. He pulled sure, over in yeah, hotel right, after right, hotel after right. hotel. Okay. So, uh, listen, this is a show today where you were definitely going to need some outside help. We need some opinions. We need people to text in. We need people to call in so we can settle a, a, a an age-old Venus versus Mars argument. Then I'm going to bring in my boys, and I and I want I want you just to give your honest opinion on this scenario mm. that I'm gonna that I'm gonna um, I'm gonna lay out for you what happened. So text line is two eight eight zero six four four two eight eight zero six forty four, and of course phones are open for ESPN forty four. That is four three seven seven six forty four here on the Daniel Baldwin Show, brought to you by Liverpool Pool and Spot. Beautiful thing. Okay, so let me lay it out for you. Yeah. In yesterday's show, Liverpool Pool and Spa, one of our great sponsors of the show, them and of course the fabulous Del Lago Resort Casino. Absolutely. Um, so Liverpool Pool and Spa, which I went down and I visited, and I mean they have they have everything you could possibly imagine. So of course I'm thinking about how I turn this Liverpool Pool and Spa sponsorship into something in the show. So I said to the boys, I said, hey, we should get one of the, the the inflatable ones, whatever, and from time to time have a Liverpool pool and spa. We'll have some girls in bathing suits. And I said, you know, Robin can get in here. Robin's got a killer, in case you haven't noticed, body. So Robin can be in the pool, too. Mm. So I get done with the show, and Robin immediately calls me and says, um, there's going to be girls in bathing suits on your show? Yeah. No, no, no. I said, there will be no girls in bathing right, suits right, on right, your right. show. Right. Yeah, that's not going to happen, blah, blah, So... I said, Robin, come on. It's it's a broadcast live. It's not like you're not going to see what's going on. It's a bit. And I actually said this. You ready for this? I went, it's not like I'm having them over the house in our hot tub. Okay. So now cut to, I get home. I get to the house and Robin says to me, hey, you know, a friend down the road, you know, this friend, I'm not going to say people's names, but she said her son's home from school. Really nice kid. And I've seen pictures of this kid. He's very, very handsome. He's like 19, 20 years old. And she suggested that her son come over the house and help Robin with things around the house. So Robin goes, you know, and he and, and she told me he's really nice to talk to and fun to talk to. So I'm going to have him come over 
this 20-year-old stud, and he's going to help me do things around the house and talk painting to me. And right, painting and, he, and little, Yeah, little, he needed yep. to make a little he's extra money. He's going to fold my and... panties, and he's going to no, do whatever he's No, he's not going to do that. So, Can I ask what needs to be done around the house? <laughs> right. We have a, lot, we have a yeah. lot of little projects that oh, have to be done. Oh, trust me, Robin's going to come up with jobs for him, All I'm right, sure. I got you. So, so, so I take this information, and I walk in the other room, and I digest it for a little while. It's fermenting a bit. And I come walk in. I said, I'd just like to just throw this, turn this around for you a little bit, Robin. So Myra up the street on the other side of the boulevard has her has her daughter Connie, who's a. Oh, it's not Chad Podwell. Yeah, it's, mm. yeah, yeah. So 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 Connie is a former, uh, you know, Syracuse University cheerleader, and she's really fun to talk to. And she's not really doing much or anything while she's on break right now. So so Myra suggested Connie come over and be my personal assistant. She's going to help me with some things around the house. And she's really fun to talk to. Oh. So, so she's going to come over. I'm going to spend some time with Connie. While you're not home in the house and no one's home, <laughs> Connie's coming over. So I went, uh, okay, how does okay, that- okay, okay, okay. This is why I'm here today because I wasn't going to come in. And now that Daniel just started this whole discussion, I had to come in and defend myself. Okay, so, so what was your answer to Connie? Connie's not coming over. Yeah, Connie's not coming over, is she? <laughs> no. no. Connie's be, definitely not coming over, is no, she? No, no, no. 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 There'll, but, be no. there'll be no Connie. Yeah, no. so so is this the double standard? Yes, absolutely. Of course no. it is. <laughs> Robin, of course it is. <laughs> this is one thing that I thought of when I sat down is that there's the three of you against me, so 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 yeah, I, no talking. <sighs> Josh, Josh, Josh. Josh. Yeah. No, no talking. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I want to hear because he is—he is the, he's the most Larry, neutral. He's Joe, just going to say, Larry, one of you. Is that oh, a, is that no a double sides. standard? It is a glaring double standard. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and Larry has no soul. So really, that's no, exciting. Uh, you know what? How I can you not admit? I didn't even see anything wrong with it. I didn't. No, I didn't. no, no. What's wrong with it is, is that when I throw it out at you and tell you that Connie's coming over to work as my personal assistant. So, so, so take this another. So, we're looking for a live-in nanny. We have an apartment over, and we have this big house on the water, mm-hmm. and and we it, it is it's a lot to ask, and 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 our my children are with me under an emergent care order because of some stuff that happened to them in when when they've been with their mom. Sure. So, so the reason why I bring that up is because unbeknownst to Robin and I, and Robin's fifty-one years old, I'm fifty-seven years old. We did not know that we were going to have a seven, a, an eight, and a nine-year-old rather living in our house. I mean, I see my children. Um, bi-weekly uh, we fly back and forth they're here for half the summer there but i did not know i was going to have full-time custody of my kids which has put a total kibosh on traveling to do movies for more than a couple days at a time one of the things that led me to coming here to espn radio to solidify this thing for my kids and give them some stability because right. things have been so bad now on the other hand is robin who is very particular about how the house is to be kept and and, and god bless the fact that i have her because she works her ass off keeping that house in line and and mothering these children to the point where i could i could never match what she does for sure so robin came to me and said you know we need to we need to get some help here because we we still have she does she has a business that she has she has another home that she maintains I have a book I want to write I've got a right she's writing blog a book I'm and, starting a, right so she's a she's got a lot of stuff going on so she goes look I don't think it's too much to say if we had somebody here that at least helped clean up the house like a live-in housekeeper that might maybe watch the kids one night a week that we could go back to having our or date if we have night. to do a movie together and we travel well, well yeah and and we have been in multiple films at the same time and I I've limited myself 
myself and turn down work because I don't want to go for more than a couple of days at sure. a time away from the kids. And I have Robin to stay here and watch them, sure. which limits Robin's ability. You know, she she raised two kids. She has a one child that graduated from college and another daughter that's gonna that's go in her junior year at school. So you did the young kid thing already. She's you done it already. Yeah. I right. did, so, I so, did. So I turn around and I say, absolutely, I agree. Having to live in in the open apartment would be great. So I go on this site and I, you know, you can order the girl and, and ask her to come yeah. from this the Philippines. The, this girl. is beautiful. So, so, it was, so, so I find one that is in in Queens. And, you know, so I don't have to get a visa. I don't have to do any of this stuff. So I go, Robin, I go, I, I wrote, you know, the same email to like 10 girls. And I said, are you ready to move to upstate New York right away? And so this girl answers back, yes, right away. So Robin goes, well, and it's a, like a really kind of up close picture of her face, like so much so you can't see even her whole head. She goes, well, let me see her pictures. And then the last wait, pic- wait. In the last picture, she's in like this cocktail dress. She's got this rocking little like 20 year old body. She's like, all like posing all yeah. sensually. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in a black in a, little. A, yeah. a little shorter than this, right? Sure. And, 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 Do you and, still have this yeah, picture? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, no, no, wait, here you go. All right. There we go. Oh, yeah, don't look. Gotcha. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, she's making. Yeah. Wait, yeah. but wait. Now you know why I married her. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to hear what, what this. So, so wait, wait, wait. Her, her description? It's they like give you a description line. of yourself? So, you know, I love young children. I, I love I, I, I love God. Uh, she goes, I do what I'm told. That's wow. What, that's what her. So I go. Are you sure I, you're on the right website? <laughs> right. So I go. We should get this girl to come up here. Robin <laughs>, laughs my face and goes, this girl is not coming to live in our house. Are you out of your mind? Again. So that's I, her new name. Her I, new name is I Do What I'm Told. I Do What I'm Told. Yeah. I'm like, this girl's got no, it down. No, there'll be no I Do What I'm Told Just coming to live with us. Just do what you're told, for God's sake. <laughs> I, that's what it should be done. I, I know, be I'm about. learning. I'm what trying, you just witnessed, honey, by the way. I'm trying to learn, honey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do what right. I'm this, you do Show, what I show tell everybody you. how you get everything you want. Go ahead. What she does is she's yeah, pulling she goes, down her dress. She pulls her down, dress yeah, down yeah. a little bit like that. She shows the girls. And I go, <laughs> what do you want? Joe, don't Joe, look, Joe. Joe Salzone has smoke coming out of his ears right now. <laughs> I've never seen such a. What do you want? What do you want? See? It's your easy. Want to live in? Got it. So. You want a boy toy come over the house that you can talk nice to? Got it. Mrs. Robinson, it's in. And it goes. Can Mr. we have Robinson. her theme music? Does anyone have her theme music? Bring it up, bring it up. Oh. oh, I like it. Yeah, that's her. I don't have headsets on. Um, here is something that my hey, hey, lovely hey. wife of 10 years said to me early in our relationship, Rob. Tell me. That I still hold, and I think you just, exi- you put it, you put this into a neat little package. She always says, how would you feel if I did that? Right. Right. And I go, I guess you're right. When I think about it like that. So if I'm like out and there's girls fawning over me, and which never happens, but if it did, <laughs> it's a mystery universe. She would say, how would you feel if I did that? And I go, you're right. That's now I can see it from your point of view. Exactly. He's saying, Robin, how would you feel if I brought over a 20-year-old college co-ed? You, you know what happened? To uh, help with some stuff around the house. Daniel explained it to me because honestly, it didn't even cross my mind like that. It really didn't. But that's what I mean. It doesn't even because cross your mind as a woman. And that's the fascinating thing about this. It's not whether or not, look, if she wants to have the kid come over and do some stuff and, and move boxes and do whatever the hell he's going to, I know nothing's ever going to happen. Right. I know my wife would never do that. She's an honest, amazing angel in my life. I trust her. She's my best friend. I get it. It's just the interesting thing to me is the perspective that it never crossed her mind. Which because, is amazing. Because well, for so I don't want to ever make you uncomfortable or right? even... But, Even but, in the slightest way. So. But you're missing the point of, of, of the piece. And the point okay. of the piece is the three of us will tell you 
that immediately we would have thought, there's no way my wife's going for that. Like we no! would, we would. But a woman doesn't even think of that. Like the you UPS do- guy comes to my front door. I wonder if this is going to happen. Are we going to do this? <laughs> like the second anybody comes by my house, I go, well, wow, here we go. All right. Yeah. You on the other hand are like, sure, he's just shirtless cleaning the pool. But, I don't but, well, this, but this Actually. is when we, when we right, <laughs> right. So when we met, and Robin has a big, you know, six thousand square foot villa down in Orlando, and I turned around and. When I got there, that you know, there was a package uh, with a bow on it at the front door, and I, you know, we've been dating for a while. It's like the second time I've been down there. I go, what, "What's the package?" He goes, "Oh, that's uh, Tamika Mo, who Paul. used to, who, uh, who used to do that. It's coffee and like some, you know, candies he brought, he or whatever." He brought the it way. back from Jamaica for he me. He brought it back from Jamaica <laughs> for her. He stays. The old landscaper stays in touch and drops off. We gifts. have coffee together. So, He'd come inside right, and I'd make right. him coffee. Come inside, make coffee. So she'll turn. But, I, but I have all. I have like. I, call I have up. the guys that do the pool, which is funny you say that. I I had. The, the guys roofers, that come into the landscaping. The I had the guys yeah, that they're did coming the, inside because they're helping something. She's making them lunch. Yeah. She's making them lunch. Pedro, <laughs> Pedro, my plumbing guy. I've known him for over twenty years. Right. Pedro. But, yeah. but, but but here's the thing. So she's used to this. I of course go red flag, and then we're out here at the house, which is a two hundred year old house mm-hmm. we bought out here, and we're getting the entire thing redone for I'm a year. I'm assembling. I'm assembling and she my goes, team. Oh uh, no, I can't come down today. Um, you know. Uh, Fran Rico is coming to give me a exactly. floor estimate. And I go, yeah. who's Fran Rico? Yeah. Have you ever met Fran Rico? No. He's coming to the house while you're home, while the kids aren't there, and going to walk around the house with you. And but I do go, you see like the adorable ignorance that happens? Yes, here? I like, do. But I, I also if see. If I her- were to call, if I were to call Pedro the plumber, I couldn't get a return <laughs> phone call. He's coming to lunch twenty years in a row at your house. Right. Right. If I needed Frederico right. to come over to do the floors, it'd be a two months of back and forth. But when she's got. When you, He's got he's a, paddles a bike over. But you, you miss, I, don't, you, I don't wear this. You miss. No. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That is total lie. So one time, I, the few times I sleep in, because I get up very, very early. Yeah. I'm at her house. She's out back. The guys, no, no, they were working on Mrs. P's house next door. The roofers. The roofers door, yeah. are shirtless. And she's got, you know, the, the orange baby suit top with shorts on <laughs> walking around. And I'm like, who's not coming over to do whatever work you want? <laughs> She's going, guys, can you just take a look at it? And they're going, yeah, we're taking a look right now, honey. Yeah, whatever you need, sure. Hello. Yeah, yeah you ruined all my fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've never witnessed a breakdown of a marriage before. This is a first. No, this is oh, quite no breakdown. This is no breakdown, but this is this is Robin clearly not understanding like the male thought process. That's, That's what Daniel tells me all the time. Venus and Mars. Venus and Mars. She, she just, it, it, there's a beauty, as you're saying, to the innocence of it. Yes. There's a beautiful thing it's to the innocence all of it. Is. But there also are things where I think of, this is when you get the call She's dead in the house. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's the other side. But that's seriously. Terrifying. No, Rufus and Jethro will, will tear somebody to shreds. And you lock shreds. them up in the mudroom while you're walking around with Frederico and you don't know anything <laughs> about them. Honey, I can have my team from Florida fly in and they yeah. can... Listen, up, she's assembled a team together. up here. She's got Wait, n- how many teams do you have? Yeah, she's got teams all over the I globe. I had a big house in Florida. I had a big team. Yeah, she had yeah. T- literally 15 different guys in different departments. There she's was got a staff. So. She's Mike, got a staff. Mike does the marble floors. Yeah. Yeah, I get. You know what? I've become friends with them, and through the years, I've okay. So Pedro broke his phone, so I gave him my old phone. I had to erase all the pictures, no, no, of no, course. No, no, no. That Let's put it really in perspective. Bad. Let's put it in perspective. Ready for this? So there's the guy who's at the dealership for the car. 
And she turns around. She goes, oh no, he's my really good friend. Don't worry about. It. So we're going, and as months <laughs> go by, she's going by. Well, no, those tires, those Pirelli four Pirelli tires, yeah. he gave me. When I brought, I went, Robin, what service manager gives you $1,600 worth of tires that isn't trying to make a move on you? Ready? Well, no, he's never done that. He has taken my son fishing before. I'm like, do you not see this guy's trying to make a move on you? And she goes, oh, no, no, no. Robin, would, I had to fight for floor mats, and you're getting $1,600 in tires. $1,600 Pia Farina pinstripe. Yeah. I, never, I never got a bill. I had my car for eight years, and yeah, it's I an wanna, S- wait, wait, it's an Escalade. <laughs> I right. want there to be a game where we send Robin out to get something right. and Larry exactly. out to get exactly. something <laughs> and oh, see how let's do far that. Yeah. apart. This this right. isn't just a red flag. This is all the red flags. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is every red flag that can be flown. Right. Flying right now. Thank yeah. you. So she, so and, and again, I don't think for one minute. Anything ever happened, or, but for her not to think she that this guy it, yeah. goes home going, I wish Robin would come over. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh I mean, he's God. giving you brand new tires. He's never sent her a bill. My man took a pay cut that in, week. I'll in, tell you that much. In, in eight years yeah. of working of on her car, yeah. she never once got a bill. Do you know how many thousands and thousands of dollars that is? The maintenance, the oil changes, the nothing, not a bill. But no, he didn't want to bonk her. No, not at all. Guys, no. You know what? Guys think so different. Girls. Well, he's just a lovely soul, he's right? He's just a, such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. He is. He is. I'll roll into the Valvoline. I'm like, I hey, uh, I'm Josh from the radio. I, you know, I used to do. I, I used to. Do, I, used, I used to say. I used to say to her, she has this tight little workout shirt she wears that has a zipper that goes, you know, and when it goes all the way to the bottom, it pretty much shows half of her yeah, boobs. Right, right. I say, depending upon how much the bill is, is how low the zipper goes. Yeah. Because she would walk into this place with the zipper down to here, and I'd go, no, Bill, you're done. Yeah, you're fine. You can go walk ahead. out of there. You're not gonna. You wear it at that level. You're not. She go to the gym, and she would immediately pull it down like another inch to hit the treadmill. Yeah, that. You have a currency, Robin, and that is sexuality. It is. it is. I can't go into a place and get anything. Well, you know, I have a currency that is sexual. You know what? That could be a whole book. You do yeah. like that. Women have a currency. Yes. Cryptocurrency. You, 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 <laughs> you talk about double standards. If either three of us went to a store and took our shirts off, someone would call 911. I would get pepper spray. No, 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 no. I don't take my shirt off. Someone might shoot me. Yeah, I'm that hairy. Right, right. Listen, I, they're going to take a gaff and pull me up into the boat. <laughs> Wait, 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 you have to, you have to, yeah, tell, my them, daughter, you have to tell them what, she, what my, Finley said. My daughter Finley, I take my shirt off one day, and I'm hairy, and so I take my shirt off one day, and Finley walks up to me and she goes, you know, Daddy, a tiger would never eat you. And I looked at her and I went, what? And she goes, a tiger would never eat you. You're too hairy. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's what she said. Before, she's like five. She's right. We better go to break. We yeah, before go to we break. go to break, I think I have an answer for your uh, at-home nanny situation. And he is sitting right there at the board, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Larry, stay at home, nanny. We will yeah. come back. This is the Larry. This is the Larry Digman show. <laughs> this is the Daniel Baldwin show. That's the Larry on ESPN Radio, Syracuse. I've been demoted. <laughs> it is the Larry Dickman show. Join us Friday night for the Drivers Village High School Basketball Game of the Week. This week, Bishop Grind versus Bishop Ludden. Coverage starts at six forty-five on ESPN AM twelve hundred. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey, uh, well, so 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 let me just tie this up now because yeah. we went long in that segment. I did win that, did I not? I, I'm no. loud and you sure not, yeah. No. 
Overall, uh, what'd you say? Hose before hose bro? before hose bros. Before, my girls, my girls are all texting me. They they agree with me. It's the only time we've had females listening to this show, and uh, now they're all of course siding with you, Robin. They need to text in so they all, you all know that I'm being real about this. Are we allowed to have females in the hot tub? Is the question. Yeah, so, wait, they, it depends what they look like. If I can, I get to pick them out. You get to pick them out. So we got. Yep. Yeah, and I we get got, to pick out their bathing suits. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll get whatever. Whole, listen, I used what to bathing own, suits? I used to own my own production company. <laughs> yeah. I could do a whole scene back We invited you to be the supervisor and be in the hot tub. You in a bathing suit is enough for me right there, yeah. baby. See? Oh, yeah, you're saving yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself. What are you talking about? Do you, know what, do you know what I told him before we came on the show? I said, be careful, honey. Remember, you got to go home with me. Yeah. Listen, I got the keys. It's a long walk, babe. Wow. Oh, wow. hey now. <laughs> Look at that. That shut he's her down, so, didn't it? He's so didn't fast. Didn't it? I know. Okay. Easy now, yeah, fella. Be careful. Be Donald careful. Trump Uh-oh. was at the national championship game. Now, I, 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 I was mesmerized by this. So we are going to tie some sports into this today. So <laughs> at, at the Alabama-Georgia game, Donald Trump was present. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of chatter going on now on Twitter, on Facebook, in the news that they close up on him during the national anthem, and he didn't know the words to the national anthem. Was he anthem. trying to lip sync it or something? Well, I or think, you know, when, you know, when you're singing along, and yeah. then he got, you know, blah, 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 and suddenly no, his lips stopped, right. and he didn't, he, mm. he said the wrong words, yeah. and then he no. came out. So, you know, uh, I, I, how do you not know the words to the national I'm anthem? I'm trying to go through my mind. Do I know all Show the words? Show the video. You, you can pull it up. I can't, but nobody else will be able to see it. It doesn't matter. You can see it. Oh, I say think... can you see by the dawn's early light. Uh... That's not my, sing, it, that? sing it, sing oh, it. By the dawn's early singer, light. Singer, Daniel Baldwin. Or the rampart we lost. We lost. lost. We're, We're so gallantly, so gallantly streaming. No, see, yeah, I got nothing. You're terrible. Now, I'm, I'm the last person in this building <laughs> who would ever defend Trump about anything ever. Yeah. I couldn't sing the national anthem if you paid me a, a million dollars. He's doing it. flag yeah. was still there. Big finish, Daniel. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free. Now, you're going to tell me you did not know? I didn't. You didn't uh, no, know? No, I mean, I know enough. Like, okay. I know the but, 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 So no, we're not talking about- streaming, we're not, gleaming, you we're not, we're not. We're not talking about- Hang on a second. Let's put this in perspective. He's the we're president. We're not talking about the number one radio show host in all of Syracuse. Thank you. The great, the great one, Josh. Thank you. Okay. We're talking about the president of the United sure. States. And I'm thinking he should probably know. And if you don't, why knowing you're on camera- would you try to sing the song then if you're not Bingo. really sure that you know the song? That's what I'm saying. Like, I just tried to sing the song. I Well, there was the famous Roseanne incident. Do you remember oh, Roseanne went to that go sing terrible. and she forgot the words? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she she first sang it terrible. It was like at the San Diego Padres game or an LA, LA uh, Dodgers game. Like right. Yeah. So it was t- oh. she just yelled it out, but then she missed the words out or me- messed it up. So, but again, she's not the president of the United States. And right. he was born in this country. 
That president. Oh, is that an Obama? Is that an Obama Ooh, thing? Oh, it was a little tidy. Wow. I've been getting very Fox getting News. Well, over you know, here. I try, I try right. to look at the positive in everything. Crypto so critical. I, I think what he was doing is he was multitasking in his brain. Don't talk about bodily ne- fluids. His next tweet was going to be. Uh. <laughs> so he couldn't sing the national anthem and and. I see your point. His tweet. Why don't don't even put yourself in, in the in the in the line of fire? Just be like, stand there, look respectful, and be done with it. Aren't okay. There, aren't there a lot of presidential issues in the news right now? I have some presidential stuff we're going to talk about beyond this. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about there are no tomatoes for the Syracuse basketball team, and I'm going to tell you what that means right after this break. Syracuse football plays here. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Orange. ESPN AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Come on. No. Hey, now. All right. We're working on currencies. Paulie, you there? Where's the mole? Yeah. What's up? All right, Paulie, listen, we got to talk to you. First of all, take us through it, baby. You're in the traffic. You're driving up from Virginia. I'm in, I'm in Binghamton. You're in. You're that close? Yeah. Close? The game happened six days ago. <laughs> what do you mean close? You're, Matt you're, Park did a show two hours ago, and he called the game. Good for him, Josh. Oh, what? <laughs> Problem. You got slammed down. Well, I already said I can hear him. You got slammed down. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, so, so, He's so, made a four-day trip out of Virginia. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been a day and a half, Josh. What happened down there? What, what, what uh, are we going to win ACC games? Take me through it, bro. I'm, I'm yeah, nervous. If, if they play like they did yesterday against other teams in the middle of the pack, they'll win. Virginia's a very good team. So if they played like they did yesterday, are they? Would they go back and beat Wake? Yes, absolutely. If they played the way they did last night against Wake, they would have won. They are shooting, you know, here, here, here was the segment, and I wanted you to be a part of this, because the theme of the segment, and it is entitled, There Are No Tomatoes, and I'm going to tell you what that means. When you want to grow tomatoes, you, you start with your garden, you want to have the proper land, and you want, to, you want to have good soil, and you want to cultivate that soil, and you want to plant the seeds, and then they start sprouting. And I believe that is a perfect analogy to where we are with Syracuse University basketball this year. We have the sproutings of what looks like is going to be an amazing garden. But let me tell you something, baby. This year, we're not pulling any tomatoes off and harvesting anything. We're not good enough. I, I, I'm nervous we're not even going to the tournament now. So we have the leaves without the fruit? We're not ready to harvest yet. It's that we're another year out before we see freshmen and sophomores develop enough, provided we can keep guys like uh, Battle if he's going to stay. He could be NBA eligible this year. I mean, I mean, he's played well enough. If he if he continues to grow, I think we retain Brissett. I think he's going to stick around, and I think we have. I don't know what an impact Bayheim's kid is going to have, but he's probably one of the best three point shooters if he played right now on Syracuse University if he was here. So I just don't see us. Uh, the, the the fruits of our labor. There are no tomatoes, my friend. We're 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 not as good as as I thought we were going to be. I'm not I'm not willing to say the tomatoes aren't coming in this year yet, but there's a very good possibility you may be right. There you go. Is it too early to start yelling nit though? No. Yes, it's way too early. They 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 could get better. It's going to be hard for them offensively, but they're going to be in every game, just like last night. Virginia's the third best team in the country, and 
they're going to be in games like that because their defense is so good. That's and I agree with you about that. I be, I believe that their defense is that good, and they trap well, and they put that pressure on. Well, they they seem to be because they're playing that Bayheim zone a little deep into the paint, where when they swing the ball multiple times, teams that they're playing against, they they get that wide open three, and for some reason they feast on Syracuse. We we don't defend the three pointer that well, and it's hurt us. And our shooting is terrible. When is that going to come around? I mean, that's the difference. If you take two three-pointers away from a team and add two three-pointers to us, that's a 12-point swing. That means we beat Virginia. We, I mean, we beat a lot of people if we do that, but we shoot the ball horribly. And therein lies the problem. Uh, defense can get better during the year. I don't know that you can get better at shooting during the year. I mean, of course you can, but it doesn't happen that often that all of a sudden you're a you go from shooting terribly to shooting great. So, overnight, so, so, so knowing that, knowing that, and knowing that the chances of us naturally evolving into a much better shooting team are, are really n- not high. So, you know, we, we may have days where we shoot, you know, instead of a dismal 24%, then we shoot 36 and we, and we, and we get hot for us. Why would we not be taking the ball to the rack, you know, 50% more, more, more often? Why wouldn't we be driving and stop shooting the ball when we shoot it so horrifically? I think that's been told to the players, actually. It's just a matter of execution. They've got three guys that can get the ball to the basket, and Pascal has been great. It, last night he was awesome at grabbing rebounds and putting it back in. He's the he Chalupa. amazing last night. He's Chalupa. He's the Chalupa. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'm glad you're a plethora of information driving from Binghamton. I was told that you weren't going to take this call because you were in a construction zone. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a good driver. You're not a good driver, <laughs> but you don't fly. We yeah, got to get you. We got to get you. We got to get you all over this. I think you have them over a barrel. I think. <laughs> I, th- I think you like taking your time. He does. I think you. You do. You do because you know. You, there's. Why would you not fly? It is, it is statistically so much safer a way to travel. Do you need a couple of you know uh, muscle relaxers to get on the plane, or what is it? I I talked to people on this trip and said that I would fly one of the trips this year. It's not going to be one of the long ones, but. I might jump on the plane to BC and see how that goes. Well, what what happens? T- take us through. So if I'm going to do, and I say, we're going to go to a golf tournament, you know, you, me, Larry, yeah, and Josh are going to go down, and we're going to go golf down, and we're going to stay at Robin's house in Florida. You're driving to Florida, or are you getting on the plane with us to go to the golf? Uh, I'm probably driving. You, you know what's funny? You could ask Jerry McNamara next time you interview him. He doesn't want me on the plane. Why? Every time, <laughs> every time I get on a plane, something bad happens. We land at the wrong airport. Oh, see. We die for like three minutes. Something horrible happens every time I get on a plane. Okay. Are you personally that nervous to get on the plane? Is this like a, you know, do you go through the sweat? Yeah, it's a John Madden thing. But, but that, that's so. He can't shake it. I know, dude. But, but been, I'm, he, I've known him for ten years. But, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Do, do we isolate this to an incident where you slid off a runway? Or I mean, is there some? Yeah, I just had a couple bad flights back to back, and it scared the hell out of me. Did like, you wake up with a, with a male can. steward in your lap one night? Or <laughs> well, that's a Thursday. I mean, that's no big deal. What happened? <laughs> well, Nothing. It was just bad flights, and they talked me into flying to the Final Four in 2003, and the plane took a little header there for about 10 seconds and I was I was done flying. I rented <laughs> a car on the way back from New Orleans. Wow, man, we got to you know what? I think we got to take them. We got to liquor them up. 
We're gonna oh, do, man, we're, be fun. We're gonna do like a drunk history. Did you ever see Drunk History? Oh, I love Drunk History. Oh, it's we a got great a dr- show. We got a Drunk History. You, dude. Party got- Polly is the best Polly to hang with. Is he the best? Oh, Party Polly. Hey, is I got the best. another question before we go because we got to work on plans for this. So you have the traditional Polly Super Bowl party at your at your place, and yeah. you invite those people that are close to you. Would you be possibly interested in merging efforts and having your Super Bowl party at my house? I would love to. Would you do that? We can invite everybody. Yeah, that's fine. And they can bring their spouses and the whole bit. Takes the whole pressure off me. Take the pressure off you having it at my place? Yeah, absolutely. Because then I don't have to like order Josh a Pizza Hut pizza and someone else at Twin Trees Pizza. I really... Like cater to each person's needs. So, he is super yeah, nice about it. You can still you can handle some of the catering. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you can do all that. Yeah. Is yeah. Robin's yeah. Cabana Boy invited? Yeah. You have you been listening to the show? <laughs> no, he's in Binghamton. No, I'm listening to Depeche Mode. <laughs> Are you listening to Depeche? Yeah. I might have. I might invite David Gahan to yeah. the to the to the party. Yes. I might. All right, right Polly. Thank right, you. Dude. Thanks Be for safe. calling. Bye, Polly. Am I am I, am I am I just is it ignorant optimism that Syracuse held the number three team to sixty eight points last night and I think that's a good sign. Listen, I it's have going nev- sixty one on them. I have never said like I said and why I did the the garden analogy. We have a beautiful garden. I mean, no mm-hmm. question. I don't believe what Paulie said is true. I don't. I don't. And that's not a lack of vote of confidence to the Syracuse basketball. I just think we're a year out. And when I watch what they're able to do right now, and I think about playing against, remember, we're not, every year I think about Syracuse basketball, I think about winning a national yeah. title. I don't think, are we going to, are we going to crawl our way into the tournament no. and be a bubble team? So Tony I Robbins, think, million we, dollar bill. That's it, man. I, I'm thinking, are we going to the final four? Right. You know what I mean? That the, this is not a final four team, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Now, what could change that? What could make a surprising thing is the fact that if they got in and had a low seat and then they shot lights out, there are days, and I mean, I played a lot of competitive basketball. The NBA has three arms, the NBA, the WNBA, and the NBA Entertainment League, which I played in for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. There are some guys that played in college that are really good basketball players in the league and that were far better than I am. I'm a good athlete, but they were better basketball players. There were times when I played in that league where you just look up and you let it go. And, I mean, I hit four or five, six three-pointers in a row. You were hot. Mm -hmm. If they could get hot, they could beat anybody in the country. This is Syracuse University. Don't kid yourself for a minute. Battle could score 30. You put that into, you know, with Brissett scoring 25, and suddenly... You've got fifty-five points by two guys, and you're in. You're in any game. With but anybody. every coach watching tape of Syracuse right now knows that if they shoot the three, we don't block the three. We don't stop the three. Well, shot. we don't stop the three. But more importantly, is when you bring up a good point. If you're going to hold a team to under seventy, you got to score more than seventy. You know. Right. So there's. He brings up a good point, Paulie, in that. We have to shoot the ball better. So that's why I keep thinking to myself, why would Jim Beheim and why wouldn't the, the powers that be on the coaching staff saying, don't shoot the ball so much right now, drive. Yeah. You create fouls, you create opportunities from the foul line, and a guy can hit a layup a lot better. Than, just drive to the basket. I would take the ball and take off to the basket every time I got it. And I think Paulie's right, too, is what he's, he said, that it's been told to the kids, it's just do the kids execute it. And I think that's probably a big problem. I have no doubt that Jim Beheim is the smartest guy out there. But do the kids then execute what they're being told? 
Well, it, but, but 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 then if you're not executing what you've been told, then you become Nick Saban and you yank the kid out and you put the freshman in. You know, I mean, I don't hate uh, it. Honestly, yeah, move him around. You, know, we, 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 you might have to tell the guy mm-hmm. if you keep shooting the ball, you're coming out of the game. Yeah, I don't hate because we're not winning right now. Right. So and we and we need to win. We need to make sure, like we talked about about the Syracuse football team, you have to beat Middle Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. You have to beat them. And you have to beat Wake, and you have to beat Boston College, and then when you play a Clemson and a Florida State and the and those big teams, th- then it's do you rise to the occasion to beat somebody who's probably on paper better than you are? Because on any given Sunday, you can beat anybody. Syracuse University of basketball right now, the team they have can beat Duke, can beat anybody. They can beat anybody. Yeah. But the way they're shooting, no chance. Absolutely. Let's go to break and come back and finish up. Home of the Syracuse Crunch. Mitchell Stevens across. Here's a shot. Score. Lynch ties the game. Atkinson left side shoots. He scores. Picked off by another. Peck takes it for Lynch who shoots. He scores. Kevin Lynch with 103 to go in the third period gives the Crunch its first lead. It's three to two. ESPN 97.7, 100.1, 1200 and 14:40 a.m. Saturday, the Orange take on the Florida State Seminoles. Pre-game at 12.30, tip-off at 2 on TK99 and ESPN AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now, Del Lago Resort and Casino. I think we, Josh brings up a great question. He says, well, what's the next date night? And you Oh, know, yeah, you too. You know what? I mean, do you ever do a date night with your wife? Yes, we try to go, not weekly, but we'd go probably once a month, twice a month. Now, you leave the kids and stay out the whole night, or do you just go Depends. out Depends, yeah, we'll take the in-laws. Maybe sometimes we'll go to a casino, see a show, get a room, get a little dinner. That's what I'm thinking. Why, why would we not do mm. a little double date mm. and do and, and contact the great Jason Klug yeah. over at Del Lago and, mm. and do a little, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to get I too kinky with I want to do spa day date night. Spa day date night? What? Yeah. Well, why don't you go with Josh's wife, and you do the spa day, and Josh and I will, you know, go see if we can find a live-in housekeeper or nanny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Text okay. line is uh, <laughs> saying this, 315-288-0644. They're saying uh, back to the beginning of the show, which you can hear, obviously, on iTunes, Google Play, Robin was being hypocritical, but she does deserve a pool boy. Now, this is up to you guys to debate. I don't know. Hypocritical. Listen, very listen, hypocritical. Listen, yeah. very hypocritical. Yes. Hypocritical? Yeah, hypocritical. Do you want me to spell it? Uh, no, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to answer that person. <laughs> and then two quick questions for Daniel, of course, uh, on the back of uh, the SU discussion. This question goes along with having a lack of scoring ability. Why do we have no depth? We have a six to seven man rotation while everyone else seems to have ten. What's the sense of recruiting players who can't score or are never going to play? Someone just wrote into me, why do we have no... Maybe you should read more books. Oh. Hey now! Thank you. Thank you. I I play to a certain audience. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, today it's Joe Salzone. Yeah. (laughs) Loving you over there. Now... Now, let me, I'm going to bring this up. Now, I'm going to be gentle with how I bring it up because I know Joe's going to get upset with me, and I don't want the great one himself, the great one. The greatest of great ones. Next, well, no, the greatest of great ones is Jesus Christ. Oh, but sure. besides Jesus Christ, the next great one is the great Ed Levine. Sure, right. So I know I have to be careful with this, but Joe Scarborough from um, the Morning Joe Show has a story out right now that a number of high-ranking Democrats— 
are going to possibly even testify that they knew that Bill Clinton raped a woman and, and sexually harassed multiple women before and during his pre- presidency. This is insanity. So, so yeah. I mean, Joe had a great comment. He Tell us your comment, Joe. I, I said nothing matters. Yeah, nothing matters. I mean, nothing is shocking. Nothing is surprising. Nothing stands out anymore. Like that's, no. a, that's a headline that the president may or may not have raped somebody in the, house, in the, in the White House. And we go... No, well, no, they're going to testify that Hillary Clinton knew all about it, that was involved in covering it up, and that Bill Clinton indeed did, he, he indeed did rape this woman. How was, does Joe Scarborough know any of this? Well, you know, so so again, I don't know this to be true. And I, I just, I, I read that. Now, I know Bill Clinton. And, Whoa, I, and, yeah. I, and I've introduced, this was a great introduction. I introduced Robin. I said, have you ever met a U.S. president before? And she goes, no. I go, do you want to meet Bill? And so she goes, yeah, I would like to meet Bill. So I walk over, and I said, President Clinton, this is my wife, Robin. And she goes, you know, I'm his better half. First words out of her mouth. And in, 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 in the greatest Bill Clinton moment, he turned around, he literally dropped one foot behind, stepped back, looked her up and down, full body scan, and he went, yes, I can see you are. <laughs> And he likes the ladies. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. He loves, he loves the ladies. The ladies. He's, he's a man. What are you going to do? He's a man. And I was only speaking the truth, honey. Of course. I know that you are my better half, but I just, I just, <laughs> I loved, just, I just loved that. that Bill looked you up and down head to toe. I can see you all. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, is there any validity to this? And, and my last thing that I'm going to bring, I'm going to throw this out there so we can talk about a food for fodder. Um, was Oprah Winfrey posturing a little bit? It looked like she was, go- she was getting ready to get political coming up. I don't and, know. And this speech for the Sesame so. Demille Award. I think she I, was. I think she's setting the stage. She's awesome. I'm Look. so desensitized to all of this, and I hate that I'm desensitized to it. Two things. Was Oprah Winfrey posturing, and is she going to, does she have plans to run? And then the second and more poignant question, could she beat Alec Baldwin for the presidency? Wow. Get them both on the phone. Get them both on the phone for tomorrow's show. I'll get them both. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Run X up next. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.